Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. I'm delighted to announce that beer52.com and ourselves at For the Love of Paul McGrath podcast have come together to offer you guys something nice for the Christmas. Before the 17th of December, if you go to beer52.com forward slash love and you cover the $5.95 postage, you'll be able to claim your free case of 10 beers. 10 beers for the price of postage. Seems like a no-brainer to me. So get to beer52.com forward slash love and pay the $5.95 postage and you'll be able to claim your free case of beers. Just to let you know as well that Beer52, they're a beer club like no other. They send their experts all around the globe to find the best beers. Just like I'm sure Johan Lange is doing at the moment, sending our scouts everywhere to try and find the best players to help us kick on in the Premier League and on towards Europe. Also, each month, Beer52 members will receive the Ferment magazine, which will tell you a lot that you need to know about any of the beers, breweries, and themes, if that's something that you're interested in. You'll also get two delicious snacks to wash down uh, with those frothy tins of goodness also. You can select dark beers, you can select light beers, you can select mixed cases, whatever tickles your fancy, you can do it there. Just want to remind you guys as well that after redeeming your first case, you will join the monthly beer club, which is £24 per month. But remember, there is no minimum commitment. You can pause or cancel at any time. So that's beer52.com forward slash love and pay the 5 95 postage to claim your case of 10 beers. And I hope you enjoy that offer. Now here's today's podcast. So it's uh, all for play for still? I think so. Do you want to bet against us? Hello there, villains, and welcome to For the Love of Pomegranate podcast, Team Sheet Tantrum for Liverpool. Before we do anything, I do wish to apologize. Oh, three people reached out to me over the week and said, lads, your intro music is very loud. Is there any chance you could turn it down? It wakes up children, dogs, you know, they could be heard in the International Space Station. 
lads, I completely forgot to turn it down. I apologize. I promise for the next podcast it'll be turned on. I promise, I promise, I promise. Um, anyway, besides that, Paddy, how are you keeping? Shy and yourself. <laughs> I'm great. I can't really complain. I can't really complain. I was, uh, I, I, I had a funny morning that I can't talk about uh, on the podcast. Right. There's any small ears around the place, but uh, it was, uh, it was a good wholesome morning whereby maybe I put the the grey beard to use. Put it that way. And um, uh, this morning, and it was yeah, bringing bringing joy and happiness to some some uh, some little people around the place. But it was super. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I better apologise in case I burst into a fit of coughing while we're on air because uh, I've been sick all week. So we'll uh, we'll try and get through it. But I know for a fact the minute you make me laugh, I'll I'll burst people's eardrums. So I'll I'll try and make use of the the mute bu- mute button. And thankfully, uh, people can't catch what I have through a podcast. So we'll be all right. Yeah, we'll be all right. We'll be all right. And speedy recovery to you. But uh, we've got Liverpool today. I actually, it's mad the amount of people I know that are going to Anfield today to watch. Incredible, yeah. The amount of people, amount of villains I know that are going, but also like because of the amount of Irish people that are uh, are Liverpool fans. It seems like I would nearly go so far as to say my close circle. Well, I won't say my close circle friends, but but people I know, maybe about maybe about one in one in ten people I know is probably going to Anfield today. It's mental. Seems to be like, and people would have had these booked months in advance. Maybe they saw Villa as a, as a soft touch for Liverpool that they were going to go over yeah. there, and, and and they could be right. Who knows? But uh, but it's it's just I found it really really interesting today that the the amount of people that have said to me over during the course of the week that uh, that they were going to Anfield or going over to Liverpool. Yeah, um, and I always get this. Uh, Horrible fear of missing out when I log into Twitter in the morning of the match and people are in whatever train station with cans on their table and they're, <laughs> yeah, it's, it drives me mad. And then you see them checking into various pubs around Liverpool City Centre and out, the one out by the ground, name of it escapes me, with a great day in there one day. But uh, yeah, it would have been one I would have penciled in, but it's uh, can't, there's just too much going on at the moment so with COVID and everything else so um, thankfully I didn't book anything because I wouldn't have been able to travel anyway exactly exactly well uh, yeah 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 and uh, I know it was on the cards for you you were thinking about booking for this for this game but uh, everything happens for a reason I suppose and you didn't and, uh, and it's a good thing that you didn't just before we go any further I'm looking at the comments here and I want to give a big shout out to Brendan Townsend Brendan a stalwart of of, uh, of the streams he's always here he's always commenting he's he's uh, all, we're always chatting to him on Twitter Brendan's getting married on Monday on behalf of myself and Paddy Brendan, best of luck with it on Monday. And and listen, as I say, as you said there yourself, let's hope we can bring a win for it as well, so that you can uh, you'll have an extra big smile for the photographs uh, on the big day on Monday. Brendan. Congratulations, yeah, and I hope the weather holds up for you as well, and uh, and everything goes to plan. But um, yeah, best of luck with it. Excellent. Share, share some photos on Twitter. Share some photos on Twitter. We'll be able, we'll we'll live vicariously through you. I hope I hope she has a claret and blue garter for the day that's in it. <laughs> no, 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 no. We won't find that out until after the event. Um, <laughs> uh, Paddy, just before we're, we're like we're about two minutes away from um, from the team being announced, is there anything you think you're going to see today that is going to be kind of eyebrow raising with the team? Matty Target come uh, back in. 
Depends, depends. I think if he's fit enough, he comes back in, yeah. Uh, it was only a head injury, so was it precautionary? Probably. Yeah, so probably um, probably see my target come back in. I think the only decision he has to make is probably around Danny Ings if he's fit enough. But it sounds, I think, he doesn't doesn't think he's fit enough. So we'll probably see relatively unchanged other than that. But uh, nothing would surprise me. He's gonna set his he's gonna set his team out to, to 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 try and keep these guys at bay. He's yeah. capable. He's capable of pulling uh, pulling something out of the bag. So we'll we'll know in a couple of minutes. But I I I envisage it would be just Matty Target for me. Yeah, I think so too. And I think that probably I think we might see maybe Ramsey or one of the one of the midfielders, most likely Ramsey, I think, uh step out for this game potentially. And Ashley Young to come in there uh, to maybe Marshall Trent on that side and almost play. But like, you know, I, I don't think that if you play Ramsey there that you're gonna lose anything from a defensive point of view. So I'm probably easy going with whoever plays in that position. My preference would be Jacob Ramsey, just for his engine. But look, as I say, I could see the merits behind it, behind playing Ashley Young there. Just a couple of comments as well. Uh, Kieran O'Callaghan, <laughs> I saw Kieran was on the bus to, the bus to the game this morning. He's uh, he's saying that he reckons Liverpool would take a draw today. I hope that's what they're saying in the dressing room as well. That'd be fantastic. <laughs> Rob Henry says, let's hope for an entertaining game, but we'll take a board draw. I, I actually think, you know, I think we might set up to get a board draw, which we might be able to do. Who knows? Um, Ad, Ad says that there's something in the air today. He's feeling lucky. Um, I but I don't know why, but when you said that to me, do you know that big giant finger that used to come out of the sky for the uh, national lottery ads in the UK? And it was like, it's you. I just don't know why I got that that image in my head. That ad was out for a walk this morning, and that's what happened. Um, the team is probably out there already, guys. So we're going to cut the comments it short is. there if we can, and we will bring up the team news for you. Let us let us share. Let us share. Ooh. Team news. Sorry, guys. I'm gonna. That's uh, confusing. Um, let's share a window. There we go. That's much better. So team is out. So Martinez and goals. Cash, Kanza, Mings, Target, McGinn, Nakamba, Douglas, Louise, Jacob, Ramsey, Watkins, and Ashley Young. So we were, you know, he wasn't going. He wasn't going to risk the legs for either for 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 Jacob Ramsey, but he is risking the legs of Buendia. That's a really interesting yeah. one because arguably Buendia had his best game in a Villa shirt last day out. Mm. Do we see to see a slight little tweak of uh, system here? I wonder. Four two three uh, one. Do we see? Do we see Ashley Young play a lot deeper? Possibly. That's the only thing I can think of looking at that setup. Um, look at that for a strong bench, though, Neil. Jeez, there's somebody, there's somebody back, there's somebody there back is. here already. <laughs> there is uh, Trezeguet is back on the bench. That's a good, that that's a good sign. You know, he had a good run out against, uh, I think it was against Birmingham under twenty trees at the during the week, and and you know what? It's a lot of people have mentioned it and have alluded to it that Trezeguet's work rate. Yes, look, he's not the you know, he's not the most flamboyant, fin you know, player or anything like that. But God, does he put in a shift and is he an honest player? And you know what Stephen Jarrett thinks of honest players? You know, they 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 almost just jump the queue at times. Um, and, you know, for, for certain things. And, and if he if he was to come on and put in a shift, um, I don't think anyone begrudge it to him. Ings on the bench as well. El Ghazi, Buendia, Chukmueke, Sanson, Tuanzebi, House. It's a strong bench. It's a strong bench. Mm. This is the third year. This is the third week in a row, should I say, that we've had we've 
were almost commenting on how strong the bench is and that another stronger player has come onto the bench than was there the week before. So that that's that's all positives, you know, it, it, from a bench point of view. But that lineup, that lineup, we, we said there that board draw, would we take a board draw? I, I, I think that lineup is set for maximum maximum damage limitation in the early parts of the game, I think. Because we mm. don't have like like much and all as Ashley Young is going to is going to maybe marshal um marshal a, a Roberts Robertson or a Trent uh, there. And I think very much Ramsey and Young will pull wide uh, for those for for will pull wide a bit more than we we're used to. Um yeah it's just it's just a really interesting one and I uh, yet again for the second week in a row I don't really know what to think until about five minutes into the game until I see how this team sets up. And that's it. And it took longer last week. I, I, you know, it just we, we're not settling quick enough in early in the game. The Man City game, I couldn't quite figure it out either. Uh, and I was at the match because everybody was just all over the place because Man City were on top for the first five minutes. But uh, <clears throat> yeah, I'd, I'd like to see us settle into the game a bit quicker than we have been doing. Um, I think that's the most important thing for today. And just to keep them at bay and not let the game slip away from us early on and get into the game quicker than halftime. But I have no doubt in my mind after a week of preparation and a week of banging into this team, what this fixture means to him today. I reckon if they haven't already been given a million percent for this manager, it will be today. Am I mad to think that this is a 4 4 one one? Um, is it a four four one one? Four four one one, and what I mean, like with potentially either Ashley Young being in the ten position or Jacob Ramsey being in the ten position mm-hmm. behind Adi Watkins. I I can't see how this is uh, a four three three. I can't I, see I, a four three three either. I I just um, I, I can't. Well, I can see well, a four three three, but I can't. Like I can see in. And Jesus, I don't want to use the word naive, but I could see a 4 3 3 that doesn't take into account what Liverpool bring on the wings because yeah. we filtered everything to the wings, and, and that's going to just play into Liverpool's plan at the moment. So, my, my thoughts mm-hmm. are maybe if you have an Ashley Young in there the, in the 10 position, or Jacob Ramsey in the 10 position, it's just told to stand on Fabinho, let's just say if he's there for being that double pivot. Does that stop or does that hinder? Does that slow the ball down getting out to the wings? Because Fair enough. If Van Dyke or or whoever's beside Van Dyke, maybe it's Matip. I I don't know. I can't remember who's going to be playing playing the other side of, of Van Dyke. Maybe Joe Gomez. But if 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 they're there, and and they're just passing sideways or laterally to the fullbacks to get the to get the attacks running, mm-hmm. um, that's not ideal for Liverpool either. But if they can get the ball to Fabinho and give the fullbacks a, a head start, and then get the ball to them at diagonals, and that's why you play that pivot there. That's why you play someone like Fabinho in that position. Uh, it'd be interesting, I, and we're talking about Fabinho, but we don't even know who's on the Liverpool team. So let's have a look at that. Maybe this will, maybe this will, will. Um, and there he is, sure. Looks staring back at us. Um, Allison, Alexander, Arnold, Matip, Van Dijk, Robertson, Fabinho, Henderson, Thiago. Oh, there's passing in that midfield. Uh, Mane, Oxley, Chamberlain, and Salah. Mane, Oxley, mm. Chamberlain, and Salah. I know Diego Jota was under the weather. Are injured. He's on the bench. He's on the He's bench. On the bench, as well. He is. Um, that's an interesting one. That's an interesting team. 
Like, obviously, it's not weak or anything. God, don't get me wrong. But no, Firmino. Firmino didn't make it, which is a plus yeah. point for us. Um, But as mm. I said there, you know, it's going to be get the ball to Fabinho, Henderson, or Thiago to start those diagonal passes. And we know so, Thiago, all Thiago does is just pass the ball. That's all he does. I know I know there's trouble all over the park, but there's no, there's no striker as such in there. Well, there's the most dangerous forward player in Europe at the moment. I would, I would argue, in Mohamed Salah, yeah, he's, the, he's the best player in the world at the moment. But he's not, he's not, yeah. the, he's not the central striker, is what I'm saying. There's no, yeah. there's nobody. It'll, it'll probably be Oxlade Chamberlain, would it? I'd say that's a Manny up there. Mm, interesting. Yeah. No, knowing them, they'll play no one up there and they'll just fucking run at us from 10 yards inside <laughs> their own half and have great joy. Yeah. Um, you know, because they can play in 45 different ways or, you know, it's, it's yeah. like, like I'm as, I'm as, I'm kind of almost as head scratchy at this lineup as I am at our own. And I think that that probably plays into our hands a small, a bit more, just from the point of view, if we want to go and stifle early. Now, this everything goes out the window. If Aston Villa conceded in the first 10 minutes, would a team like that that can sit back and break at, at, like, look, the pace there is just undeniable. Yeah, take out Henderson or whatever. But literally, like, the speed and slickness of that team is just undeniable. Villa can't concede in the first... I'd almost go to say as Villa can't concede in the first half. No, definitely not. That's that that would be a disaster. But look, with we, we came back last week from one goal down for the first time in a very very long time. So uh, things are changing here. But the most important thing is we stay in the game and stay in touch. Um, I'd love to see us get ahead and see how that pans out and see see how we can uh, how we can readjust the game plan to to see and out the game rather than. To go and chase the game, so it'll be a very, very interesting one. Yeah, if we could pull off something like we did against, was it Arsenal last year? We scored in the first ninety seconds and literally just shut up shop and had a brilliantly disciplined defensive performance. Now, Paddy, I know, I I know you're feeling a bit under the weather at the moment, and I don't want to turn your stomach even more. But Stuart Atwell is that referee today. Give us your musings <sighs> on him. It can't be any worse than John Moss. Can't be any worse than John Moss oh, was earlier on today. I'm just, John Moss was an absolute no. abomination. <laughs> I fell asleep and my phone pinged, and Noel Connaughton went, "What the hell is going on here?" <laughs> and I missed it and had to watch it at halftime because I was asleep. Yeah, but like, uh, Jimenez was stupid, but John Moss didn't just. Didn't I'm sure, it wasn't, there was never a yellow card, and then then he no. booked someone for blocking a free kick, which they haven't done all season. Yeah, exactly. Oh, but look, Stuart Atwell. As far as I was concerned, he's the VAR expert. What's he doing refereeing a match? He's always on fucking VAR. Well, <laughs> they, you know, isn't there some rule whereby you have to referees like just like in every other job, you have to get a certain week off. You know, you have to have a rest week and stuff like that. So I'm assuming. Oh just God, when you work for ninety minutes a week, you're in rotation. <laughs> yeah, but look, now look we, we can slag them know, all. Slag them all we like because I read a report this week on their wages, and I. I I make no apology to slagging them anymore because they're on professional contracts. They should be up to professional job. And John Moss wasn't up to a professional job earlier. Oh, so John I Moss take is... absolutely no problem calling them out for what they are. So, uh, you know, I really hope we don't have to incur the wrath of, of another immature uh, fanboy refereeing a big team again today because I can't deal with it anymore. Yeah. 
couple of couple of comments here from the from the uh the, the guys watching so michael higgins good to have you on board who are we playing today oh liverpool i think a surprise could be in the cards and a dream of a very quiet anfield at full time yeah but dreams do come true i hope this one does for sure billy jones bill jones says win lose or draw as long as we put up a good show i'll be happy up the villa and i like i I'm not usually one for the moral victories, but I think so So early in Steven Gerrard's tenure, I think that that would be considered a, a good moral victory for this team, for sure. Dara is back. Dara is saying hard luck today already, just getting in the shots fired. Shots fired, everyone. Shots fired. And uh, <laughs> so we'll see. Um, we, we'll see if, if Dara is right. Fred Red says that this attack hasn't faced a defender like Van Dyke. Watkins gets frustrated easily, and Watkins destroyed Van Dyke in the 7 2. Um, and I, I'm not having a go. It's just I was only just thinking of that this morning. Was that the last time that we played against Liverpool with Van Dijk in the team? It probably would, it would have have had to have been, wouldn't it? Considering mm. it was the start of last season, it would have had to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would have had to have been. But but look, as I say, he's he's a Rolls Royce of a defender, and Matip isn't isn't too far behind him. They're just a very 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 good combination. So much so that he's keeping Konate on the bench. You know, big money signing from. Uh, from Leipzig, I think it was at the start of the season. Um, so so uh, they're a good defensive partnership for sure. Look, that's why yeah. I think that we're not going to actually have a go at them, and we're probably going to dig in, try and get a try and get a set piece, and maybe Sean Dyche our way to a, a victory in this game. Um, or maybe I honestly, I don't away. care if, if we come out of something like this. I don't care how it goes in. If we hit someone on the arse after ninety six yeah. minutes, I couldn't care less. Yeah, but it's. Uh, the important thing for me today is this is for me that word again. It's a free hit. If we if we can get a great performance out of today, I'll be very 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 happy. Mm. Uh, if we I can just... if we can make the rest of the league sit up and and take notice of what we've been doing for the last few weeks, which may may or may not happen with uh, with the game not being on the telly. But look, it's uh, I just oh, like I, to see. I... I, th- I think that I, I I think that a result not in front of the cameras will do even more. Because people will be scrambling to go, yeah. oh yeah, yeah we we gotta get. Copy that's right. Every, everybody sees the result; they don't see the performance. That's the that's the issue. Yeah. But look, that's that's correct. Yeah, but that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like the, the only way I suppose I I kind of I jumped the gun with that, and I was thinking, yeah, look, a two one win for Villa would make everyone sit up and take notice. But we were talking about the quality of the performance. So yeah, as you say, <laughs> um, no one's got like as you say, if you're not first or last, yeah. then no one cares but about like, the stats I'd, outside of. It's what it's what a great performance for a two one win. <laughs> I'd, start, I'd uh, do you know what I'd, I'd almost swap. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I, I think a great performance is needed. I'd like. I'd like a great performance in nil all draw. That I think would be would be brilliant outside of a two one win, obviously. Which, but uh, if I was to rank it, two one win with a crappy performance, uh, nil all draw with an unbelievably good performance, hit the post twelve times. I would still be pretty happy with that. Um, yeah. and, and then obviously, you know, we've got everything else after that. Um, <laughs> we don't have all day to go down through all the different permutations. Um, Tom says that Ashley Young will definitely help calm things down. We need a bit of consistency early on. Bingo, I think he's there to be that leader up the field as well. I'm I'm okay with him being in the team, as I said before. We saw the team sheet, and we'll just I, I just really want to see how this is gonna go. And the more I think about it, the more I think it is a four-four-one-one. Um Michael says uh, feels more like a four-five-one than a four-four-one-one. Maybe, yeah. Uh, I, I, you know, as I say, yeah, it's, it's they're they're essentially the same the same formation. Um, Michael says that uh, it's a four-two-three-one. Uh, 
Uh, Ad says it's a four three two one, uh, which is, which it could be as well. Four three three for Villa Bloke. Um, four three three for for Villa Bloke. Um, uh, Kieran says he's going for a control first half, second second half fresh legs and attacking side. That's what we did. That's what we tried to do against Man City, and uh, and I, you know, I think that that's a really good point, Kieran, because yeah. uh, we did that. We we weren't looking to looking to to break any records, other than probably having the lowest possession in the first 10, 15 minutes against Man City, lowest possession ever in the Premier League. But and we very nearly did it. Um, but like as you say, we win one nil down, and I think he would would have been okay with it. But the two nil down, I think, was was a real kick in the kick in the nads for him because uh, obviously that the, the goal was on the break, and then the first goal was obviously a deflection. But you could be right, yeah, bunker down for the first half, and then and then see what happens in the second half as the game has to open up. I think that's for sure. Um, Fred says that Jared wouldn't put Louise as a defensive midfielder. It can't be a 4-2-3-1. That's actually a fair point. He hasn't put Douglas Louise as a defensive midfielder so far. He hasn't. Mm. And he hasn't played with a double pivot uh, so far since we've been here. So that's actually a good point, Fred. And, and uh, I didn't actually think of that. The D- Douglas Louise. And Douglas Louise, I think, had more shot-creating actions than uh, against Man City than anyone over the last couple of years or something there was some mad statistic on, on that that Douglas Lewis created more shot creating actions or more chances created or something like that against Manchester City and um, from that foot more forward position or that more flat midfield that we were tending to play um under under um under Gerard. Uh Villa Bloke says that we are going to it's going to be a one nil Villa smash and grab today and that. Ross Morrison says that Bundia super sub goal today I'm feeling it that might be, yeah, like he was robbed last week, you know, and, and uh, it would be interesting to see. And someone else put in a comment there a moment or a while ago, um, I can't remember who it was, saying that he does give the ball away. I think that's actually quite a good point too. The Buendia might not be in there today because we need more ball retention. Jacob Ramsey's very good at ball retention, as mm-hmm. is Ashley Young. So retaining the ball up, fr- up front or in that kind of attacking third, and now I'm actually talking myself out of it, and I'm thinking maybe it is a 4-3-2-1 or the normal formation, 4-3-3, that we're getting these guys up there, we're going to play those triangles, get it into their feet, and allow them to hold that ball up there to give our defense a break because we didn't do that against Man City and it was wave after wave after wave. But in the second half, we did it. In the second half, we were able to hold the ball up. Um, so that's a really interesting point as well. And as I say, I flip-flopped on what I think this the, the performance <laughs> is going to be because I have no idea until the first five minutes the way that the team is is, is lined up. Mm. Um, and by the way, I'm okay, completely okay with him giving the ball away in the final third because it means he's trying to do something special, which he has done. Um, especially that goal against Crystal Palace. These things happen up there. You're, you're going to get players giving the ball away when they're trying to do something special. So go easy on them. Yeah. Um, Raymond says system versus system, 4-3-2-1 versus 4-3-3. Jared versus Klopp. Leader will change what they do for any team system. Going to be a good tactical match. Um, yeah, we'll see. I, I don't think like Klopp, Klopp has no, no reason to change his system. And I think it's just going to be who's going to play that number nine. But I, I was talking to somebody last night and um, they said, that they actually mentioned that Firmino might be playing. And like, you know, people, everybody knew he had a knock, but they said it doesn't really matter who they put in that nine position because that nine position is only to occupy a centre half so that the white players can get white. 
you know, so that they can, so you can't double mark or you can't bring a defender back into that into that yes. defensive it, into make that three and push a, a center half out there to 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 give less space uh, for for one of their wingers to cut in because that's really all their number nine is there for and, and plus he just pulls back the penalty spot or you know he interchanges and he gives Salah a break or he gives that's really all they play on number nine number nine for anyway. Now they do it really well and it's not to minimize Firmino or anybody that they do play in that nine position because they're obviously part of this system but but that's that's why they're 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 there and that's that's a really interesting one so when we spoke about oxley chamberlain being the nine maybe he is the nine maybe he is mm. really interesting um whoa here we go let's see what what are the odds what would be the odds in that one a four three <laughs> villa that would be good linky. linky linky i think i'm a bit too sick to be able to deal with that today <laughs> Yeah, we might, we might be calling the Undertaker for that one if he'd go through a 4-3. Uh, maybe a 4-1 would be a bit better for his health, but a 4-3. I think that, that might be all right. I do him in all together. I do him in all together. Um, yeah, so I suppose really, like, this, it's been an interesting team sheet tantrum because there's a lot of questions, a lot of questions. And Liverpool, well, not a lot of questions, but there's one big question, I think, I, I think with both sides, is who plays up top for, for Liverpool? And what formation do we play with the players we have out there? And and it's going to be re, it's you know it's going to be one that I think is will be quite apparent in the first five to ten minutes of this game. Uh, and hoping Villa can can you know as I say I think the biggest thing for Villa is minimize the damage. Excuse me, minimize the damage early on. No goals within the first 10-15 minutes. Preferably no goals within the first half, and then see if we can play our way into the second half. And and uh, as 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 uh, you guys have alluded to there in your comments, I think that's the that's more or less the consensus for today. We are the away team as well, and that is big when you go to Anfield, too. You know, it's not as uh, uh, and and Gerard is going to know that. Obviously, he's going to know that. Of course, you don't go gung ho against this behemoth of a team. You know, you have before a, we... a little bit. Of, you have a little bit of housekeeping before oh, we go. Oh Jesus, I do, Paddy. I do. I do, I do, I do, I do. <laughs> um, lads, we did a competition. We did a competition um, not too long ago. It was actually before the Leicester game, and I'm just trying to find it here. I did a randomizer. So nobody picked the correct time of the first yellow card for the Julian Jochum signed book. Uh, nobody picked the time. But So what we did is we just basically fired everyone's name into a randomizer and, and, and picked somebody at random. Okay, because the time the time wasn't picked, and that randomly picked person was drum roll, James Scott from Newcastle upon Tyne. Judging by his t- or just on uh, what it says on Twitter, and he's at James Scott nineteen seventy eight. So James, if you're watching, I will pop it up on Twitter. Give us a DM. We get that book sent to you. Sign a copy of Julian Georgeham's book there. And um, we will be doing some more giveaways coming closer, probably c- closer to Christmas and uh, maybe uh, after Christmas. But before we do go, actually, and this isn't anything to do with a giveaway, you're not getting this. But I must say, the lads at Aston Brewing are doing an unbelievable job. This is not an advert or anything like that. But I don't know if any of you guys have got the first, second, or third edition, or maybe all three of them. But I had great crack last night putting these in frames. I don't know. It's just. I'm just pr- I'm, I'm proud of the way I spaced them out. Because uh, I've got hands like feet, you know, and there's some deadly ones there. I'm not doing a great job here. This is like QVC at the moment, I think, is it? The way that I'm uh, trying to show these. But they're brilliant. They're absolutely excellent. And to the lads in the Aston Brewing Co., fair play. And I hope all these additions keep on coming out 
uh, because I want to litter my wall in them. I've got a couple of things. Oh, Jesus. I've got a couple of things through there recently. Stop shaking. I've got a couple of things there <laughs> through recently um, that I will be hanging on the wall. So I'm going to be redoing my back wall there behind me because it's too similar to the way I had it in my last uh, in my last office. So um, I want to shake it up a small bit there. So uh, some things have come through for Christmas. But they're class. Those, the Aston Bruins stuff are absolutely class. Um, so, um, you, you know, if you guys like that kind of stuff, go give them, give them a look. Give them a look. Right. Gonna we'll leave it there. Twenty-two minutes past two. Just getting ready for for to to uh, dig in for the game. Uh, nobody in the comments mentioned anything to do about the F one qualifying. I haven't watched it. I'm gonna go in and flick through it at the moment. If you put in a comment in here, I'll permanently ban you from the YouTube channel. I do not want to know who finished on pole position, but that's irrelevant. Going to get ready for this game. Hopefully, Villa will be on pole position come the end of uh, come the end of ninety minutes today, and uh, we. You know, it would be a great shot in the arm for us as we rocket up the table, considering we've got Norwich on Tuesday who have their COVID issues at the moment, potential COVID issues, and then Burnley later on in the week. So once again, thanks ever so much for everybody for watching, for listening, etc. And uh, get yourself settled for this game. And all that's left to say, Paddy, is up the villa. Up the villa. Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.